Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. As a kid, I discovered I had a really rare condition where if my heart rate was too high, I would start to swell up and my throat would close over so I nearly couldn't breathe. I first found out about this in the playground as a toddler. We were climbing up on the monkey bars and I was so high off the ground. I felt fear strike and my heart rate rise. And then suddenly my skin started to get all red and I was really struggling to get air into my lungs. Luckily for me, someone nearby had another kid who was allergic to peanuts. So they saved my life by sticking their EpiPen into me. It was like a peanut butter allergy, except I was allergic to increased heart rates. My swelling went down, my throat opened up, and I could breathe again. But it had really shaken me up. My parents were so worried too. We went straight to the doctors, and they explained about how I had this rare disease. It was so rare that they estimated only maybe three people had it every century. It was that rare. As it turned out, I was one of those three people. I couldn't do a lot of things. I couldn't play sports. I couldn't watch horror movies. I couldn't do anything that might get me excited, like join a writing competition or something. My life was pretty boring. And it wasn't fair. Why me of all people? What had I done wrong to deserve this? When I told my friends at school about what happened, a lot of them didn't believe me. They thought I was lying or I was trying to play a trick on them or something. It was around October when I moved to a different school and had to explain to the kids there about my condition. I understood why they didn't believe me. I mean, it is pretty crazy, but I trusted them to help me get through it. I was a fool. One of my friends, Samantha, was always quite the prankster. She didn't believe me, but she was such a fun friend and I loved hanging around with her. When Halloween came, we both dressed up as ghosts in white sheets and we went around the neighborhood and went trick-or-treating. It was so much fun. My heart rate wasn't too high, but I still felt excited. But then Samantha said she had to run back because she forgot something from her house. I waited for her to come back, but she was taking so long. I decided to go to her house and see what she was doing. When I knocked on the door, it was ajar, so I stepped inside. Suddenly, someone grabbed me from behind and shouted out, Boo! I screamed and my heart practically leapt from its place. My heart rate inevitably rocketed, and my skin started to swell up too. Samantha was the one who had scared me, and she freaked out as I collapsed to the floor, struggling to breathe. Fortunately for me, her mom was there and immediately called an ambulance. I was saved just in time. 
Samantha kept apologizing over and over after that, and I would have forgiven her, but my parents told me I couldn't hang around her anymore. I had to agree with them somewhat. She had nearly killed me with her scare. Literally. Then, another time, I was in class doing some work. The teacher was at the desk writing away, marking some essays. All the other kids were silent as they worked on the questions. But I was really bursting to go to the toilet, so I put my hand up to leave. Eventually, the teacher let me go, and I hurried to the bathroom. This incident was my own fault. I stepped through the door of the bathroom, and there was a boy in there. <laughs> as it turned out, I had actually gone into the boys instead of the girls' bathroom. I was so embarrassed and surprised. My heart rate pumped up, and I collapsed on the floor with swelling all across me. The boy freaked out, screaming for a teacher to come help. And eventually, one arrived with an EpiPen in hand. My parents had made sure that every teacher carried an EpiPen. Otherwise, it was too risky bringing me to school. I'm so glad they made sure of that. But then, high school came around. And so did my crushes on boys. I didn't really know whether I could even have crushes. Would that increase my heart rate? But it seemed to be fine. Over the years, my parents had taken me to therapy to help me calm my heart rate. There were certain methods I had been taught to slow my heart rate down, like counting to 10, breathing deeply, thinking about something calm, like the waves of the ocean or wind drifting through the trees. Whenever I felt myself start to get a little excited, I would go through these steps and it seemed to work. Over the years, my attacks, the swelling, the constricting throat would get less frequent. By the time I was 18, I had gone through a whole year without having an attack. That was really good for me. Can you imagine trying to keep your heart rate under a certain limit? It's pretty hard when you think about it. When I had my first kiss, I was so nervous because I thought I would start swelling up and find it hard to breathe. But I was fine. Maybe I could actually start dating? I was so excited and happy. Maybe this condition wouldn't ruin my life. Maybe I could actually fall in love, start a family. All my life before this point, I had thought I would never be able to do anything. But that kiss had proved all that wrong. My life wasn't over. I met this boy, Caleb, and he was the best guy. He was so kind and thoughtful and never tried to force me into doing anything. We would have such amazing dates, going to the movies or just hanging out and watching a movie. I really loved him and he loved me. I remember one time at school, I was in the cafeteria getting some lunch and this boy came up to me. He looked like he was in a weird mood. I've Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Vaguely remembered him from his maths class, but that was all I knew of him. Then suddenly he showed me this card in his hand. He didn't say anything, just handed it to me. I was confused, but I opened the card and this scary face popped out at me. I gave a small yelp and dropped the card, but I was still pretty shaken. I could feel my heart rate rising, but I hurried to go over the steps my therapist had taught me. I counted to 10. I breathed in, breathed out, and thought about a smooth river running slowly. My heart rate slowed, and I sighed in relief. Then Caleb came running out of nowhere, and he punched the guy right in the face. He was yelling at the guy to stay away from me. How could he do something like that to me? You see, everyone at school knew about my condition, so it wasn't like the guy didn't know. He had done it on purpose. Caleb stood up for me and made sure I was okay afterwards. I was always grateful to him for doing that for me. And one night, Caleb and I were alone in his bedroom. One thing led to another, and well, we did it. It was my first time. I was really nervous because A, of course, since it was my first time, and B, because of my condition. What if I swelled up and stopped breathing? But there was no point worrying over it. I had to live my life. That night, we did it. And it probably couldn't have gone any worse. I started having my allergic reaction and I couldn't breathe. And Caleb was freaking out too. He had no idea what was going on. He rushed outside only in his underwear and asked his parents to call an ambulance. Luckily, the paramedics arrived just in time and were able to get me to the hospital quickly, where they gave me the EpiPen. But it was a close call. If they had been even a few minutes late, I could have died. I was lying in the hospital bed and my parents had just arrived. They were so worried and they were asking me what happened. But I was embarrassed. Eventually, I told them quietly that Caleb and I had been doing it. They froze. They had no idea. They told me I had to be really careful. I couldn't do things like that. Then, before they could say any more, Caleb burst into the room. Are you okay? he said in a panicky voice. My dad was really glaring at him, but Caleb didn't seem to notice. He ran towards me. Uh, can you guys give us a minute? I asked my parents. They were hesitant, but eventually I managed to persuade them to leave. What happened? Asked Caleb. I sighed, and that's when I told him about my condition. I warned him about how if my heart rate rose, I could go into shock and suffer an attack. I could die. I was scared to tell him because I believed he would dump me. Who would want to go out with a girl with that kind of risk? But he was so considerate and said he would do everything he could to make sure I was safe. But I couldn't risk anything like that. I couldn't do it again. I was allergic to having it, which meant I could never have kids. I was so distraught. I broke up with Caleb because I felt like I was pulling him back. I wasn't good enough for him. He protested, but I called my parents in and they whisked him away. After that night, I distanced myself from my friends, too, and I felt so bad. Life was so unfair. But this was the only way to protect me. If I had no friends, no boyfriends, I had no risk of suffering an attack. My parents were right. This was the only way. But what kind of life was that? 
depression grabbed hold of me, and I felt like there was no point to life. I graduated high school, and I had no friends, no boyfriend, and my parents were really concerned for me. For a few years, I got this dead-end job. I wasn't happy at all. Each day felt so boring. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't risk anything that could cause another attack. It got to the point where life didn't really seem worth living. But then my parents told me about this charity visit they were doing. They were going to visit an orphanage. There didn't seem to be any risk of a heart rate increase, so I came along. My parents are huge activists who support a ton of campaigns. They visit charities all the time. This time, we were going to meet the orphans and show them the toys and stuff we had bought them. My parents are awesome. When we got there, we met all these wonderful kids, and I got to meet this adorable baby. Even upon first... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Glance, I absolutely fell in love with her. When I got home, I couldn't stop thinking about her, and I had this really strong connection to her. I spoke to my parents about it, and I decided to adopt. I know I was only young. I, I was only 22. But this felt so right to me. I was allergic to doing it, but that didn't mean I couldn't have kids. I wanted to raise a child of my own, to take them away from this horrid life of an orphan and be a loving mother for them. My parents helped me throughout the entire process. And finally, I became the official adoptive mother of my baby. I named her Lucy. I decided I wouldn't let my condition get the better of me. To this day, I still have to be careful of anything that could get my heart rate up but at least I have my little girl to keep me happy. And I guess there's something to learn from this. When the world seems hopeless, just know there is always a silver lining. I found mine, little Lucy. You can find yours 